All right, I'm Bush, and today we are joined by a Toronto-based indie pop rock duo who have recently released a cover of The Counting Crows, Accidentally in Love, which is a part of a much bigger project, Cover Rama, a show going down on the May 21st, The Drake Underground in Toronto, the album out May 20th. And of course, we are not diving just behind this new single, but of course, oh, so much more with my guests, Thomas Franklin, Maxine Beck Cinderly. They are the group known as a tandem. How's it going today? All right. It's going good. pretty good. Hey, <laughs> I love it. Very glad to have you here. Loving the music that I have been listening to here. So I'm very excited to dive into things. But of course, like I mentioned, the first thing we're going to be diving into, it's a cover of Accidentally in Love for the Counting Crows. It's a part of this cover-rama from Pop Guru. It is, uh, so I would like to know, jumping into it, how did you guys become involved in this project and how did you uh, decide on this song? Well, uh, we've known Graham Stairs, who is Pop Guru himself, for about two years now. And he approached us two years ago after coming to see a random like kind of small gig that we did he was invited by our publicist to come see the show and from there he thought we'd be a great i guess inclusion for his uh sync representation so uh pop crew does a lot of sync which is like placing music into movies tv shows advertisements that kind of thing and uh so since then we've signed up with him to have our songs basically represented by him for sync and recently he was doing this cover Emma project and he thought that'd be cool since we've never done a cover song before. And he's heard a lot of cover songs by us perform live. He thought it'd be interesting to include us in that album, which was honestly very flattering. <laughs> so we chose Accidentally in Love because it was a song from Shrek 2. <laughs> so Thomas and I had a list of like 20 songs that we were trying to pick between. And they were like 70s classic hits some 80 songs, recent songs, rock songs. But for some reason, we thought it'd be interesting to see how my voice performed on top of like Counting Crows because it's a very different vocal style. And we tried to make it as like, as like an homage to them. So there's like still like a few riffs and stuff that are similar, but we tried to make it our own essentially. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I mean, of course you mentioned all these classics, but Shrek had some uh, pretty banger soundtracks themselves. So, uh, oh, yeah, it's a pretty awesome track. <laughs> and when I saw that that's what you guys had chosen to cover, respect, good choice, <laughs> love it. Should have done Smash Mouth instead. Oh my gosh. <laughs> See, I think I think Smash Mouth is kind of the uh, like the pick that everyone would expect, right? Exactly. So when of, they hear Shrek. <laughs> exactly. So you guys sort of went with the change up, gave it a little bit of a mix up. Uh, I respect it quite a bit there. So, uh, what was it like to, uh, of course, like you mentioned, uh, sort of pay homage because when you do a cover you want to do exactly that but you kind of want to make it your own so what was like the recording process of this track like for you mm -hmm. yeah so the original song is is very uh like rocky and it, and it has all the classic rock instruments guitar bass and drums well we took that and we also added some electronic instruments on on top like some synths some cool percussion as well 
and we added like some some gaps in the song that aren't originally there so kind of let the song breathe a bit it makes it we made it more of turned it into a pop song i guess you could say from like a rock kind of song to a pop song so yeah i think it's kind of it's a really cool homage but also it's it's still different mm-hmm. absolutely and uh of course a fantastic track and as we mentioned a part of a uh, much bigger collection and as you mentioned uh very much a uh honor to uh be a part of it from an artist standpoint being able to be on a project with martha and the muffins john orpheus um, yeah. all of these various acts and you get to share a stage with some of these acts here coming up on may 21st so of course this being your first show in probably about two years as well what is it like to uh have this show coming up what what's the anticipation like yeah, it's exciting. I mean, we haven't played in so long and, you know, we're, we're a bit rusty, but we're working, we're rehearsing now. So uh, I'm super excited. Like I really missed playing live. So what about you, Maxine? I'm definitely a little anxious. Since we started performing, I've always had stage fright. So this long break definitely did not help with that because now I'm not like, yes, finally I'm back on stage. But I am excited to perform again because I do miss like the socializing of the live shows and meeting new people and stuff. That's a lot of fun for me. But I definitely have a lot of work to do. And both Thomas and I had COVID these, uh, well, we both tested negative about a week ago. So it was like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And since then, my voice has actually been like, it still sounds weird to me. So it might be a bit more of a Janis Joplin show, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Hey, might have to break out another cover, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it is cover ammo. We could just get this job. You just adapt. I mean, it's what all artists have had to do through the last two years. Exactly. And I mean, yep. through most of their careers anyway. So, you know, just go with the flow, make it work, right? Yeah, for sure. Awesome. So, of course, uh, there's going to be five different acts, I believe, on this show. So probably a little bit of a... Uh, shorter set we know that this uh track this cover of counting crows probably gonna be uh one of them what else can uh the listeners potentially uh expect here from tandem the show i don't want to give too much away but that's a joke because we don't really have our set list completely yet um (laughs) but we're definitely gonna be playing some of our newer tracks because a lot of our old tracks were a little bit slower and a little bit more I would say sad. And I feel like with COVID and summer around the corner, it's kind of nicer to have more upbeat tracks and stuff that people are happier listening to than if we just threw four very slow, sad songs at them right away. Yeah. So I think we're going to do a few of our newer songs, which are a bit more upbeat. And that's that's the only hint I'll give. <laughs> okay. So some newer songs. And of course, you guys have uh, hinted towards some new music as well through your social media, posting pictures of uh, the studio and otherwise. Mm-hmm. So your last single, a Christmas track, your more recent one, a cover track. So a little bit uh, more of that new tandem coming the fans way without of course once again giving away too much of the magic what can you tell us about this uh, studio experience and what the fans can expect yeah it was super fun recording in uh the studio we haven't been in the studio for for a few years now so well yeah for about a year um and the new stuff is really it's a going a bit of a different direction but we're we're really excited for everyone to hear it it sounds a bit more 
produced, I would say, I guess, but in a good way, like experimental. Yeah. Experimental sort of. I'd say produced experimental, but it's kind of 50, 50. Like we have many songs that we've recorded and some of them are similar to accidentally love where they sound very electronic and synth based and punchy. And then we have a few that we recorded at my cottage which is in Northern Ontario. And it's, those are like, really like, sound like they were recorded in a cottage. So they're much more raw and much more like impactful, I guess, because of that. So. Yeah, we have kind of two kind of new sounds. One is kind of the more authentic old school tandem sound that we kind of had in our first albums, Uh, you know, just kind of guitar drums face and stuff and then with the other with the new songs it's more produced more synths more new elements that we've never really used in their music before so yeah it's gonna be a cool <laughs> so there's a lot of new stuff yeah. <laughs> basically <laughs> well i mean sounds. the sound evolves as you continue to grow and evolve as human beings too right yeah, yeah. for sure absolutely so of course we mentioned uh live show aspect of things earlier and how that's coming up very soon and of course with nerves and everything else some people have different ways of uh, going through them, going handling them, and some people have different uh, pre-show routines. Does Tandem have uh, a pre-show routine before they hit the stage? Do you get anything to eat or drink before Not a show? Really, I, I do like to eat before a show. I definitely like to warm up and stretch, you know, because I'm a drummer, so I definitely like to do a little bit of warm-ups. But no, we don't really have any like special handshake i do my makeup or... for about an hour <laughs> but uh besides... nervously walk around the backstage yeah i like i definitely like to go backstage that's a lot of fun for me i think for me it's more the like the fantasy of being about to have a show so i like to enjoy like meeting the other musicians and going backstage and taking a bunch of photos and as like people come in and stuff i try not to go too much in the audience because that makes me more anxious than mm-hmm. If I were to go greet everybody at the show, I think I would be like overwhelmed by people who are showing up. So I try to like, I try to be a little quiet about it, but I definitely enjoy the backstage stuff and meeting of the other musicians and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, and, oh, sorry. I, I just want to say, I, I also like to visualize like my favorite drummers on stage, like at their live shows to try to. <laughs> kind of get in that mindset of like okay this is like i love doing <laughs> Are this you ready? <laughs> yeah this is what i want to do like, yeah let's get it <laughs> yeah. exactly Hike myself ah i gotta get in the zone sometimes right and then also uh the aspect of hanging out in that community because uh art music it is a community and being able to hang out with those various musicians is a wonderful thing and i actually had the opportunity to interview uh graham stairs actually just about an hour and a half ago So he was mentioning uh, the community being one of the ideals behind a pop guru. So and having been able to work with pop guru through, as you mentioned, sync and otherwise, what else have you been able to uh, learn from being around Graham, being around pop guru? He's definitely given us crazy amounts of advice along the way. So we're an indie band, which means we're not we are currently not under any record label and only recently did we start to talk about maybe having a manager. Um, so up to that point, it's just been Thomas and I basically figuring out like the waters and trying to figure out how to get around different issues and opportunities. Um, 
So Graham has been fantastic for that the past two years, because whenever we're in a bit of like a bit of trouble, we will give him a call and be like, Hey, this happened the other day. Is this normal or is this weird? And he would be like, no, that's totally weird. Don't do that. (laughs) So he's been kind of like eye opening in the sense that we've never really had that kind of direction before with some things. And luckily we've had a lot of great people help us out along the way with that kind of stuff. So I think that Graham has helped us with making decisions, but he's also presented us with many opportunities, which would have never been accessible to us. For example, sync, but also performing at um, his uh, live guru. stream. Yeah, yeah the, the review. The pop guru review. review, which was last year, I believe, right? Yeah. Right before Christmas? Yeah, just about, just under a year ago. Yeah. I don't want to get that wrong, but <laughs> but it was very recently. So we performed <clears throat> for that. And that was also something we've never been a part of like a live stream performance before either. So we're just kind of getting these new doors open to us because of him. And that's like... Yeah. He also <laughs> helped us like, uh, when we first met up with him, he, he also helped us kind of help help us get our songs better produced and remastered. Like mm-hmm. he was the one who convinced us to do our remastered album, which we did like a couple of years ago. And so those songs were kind of more ready for to be placed in 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 general. But yeah, so he's been a yeah. great helpful resource for sure. Uh, helping you uh, step up the uh, product, the professionalism, getting yourselves ready to uh, make careers out of being musicians. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Hey, gotta love it. Gotta love it. And of course, it's not always just about the career aspect of it. I know it's a music business, but of course, we are artists, and through being artists, we continue to grow. And what I would like to know now is through the past uh, couple of years here of having to adapt and sort of navigate these waters, continuing to try and do exactly that, make careers out of being artists. How has that process helped you individually to grow as human beings or what has it taught you about yourselves? For me personally, yeah, the pandemic and putting a halt on live shows and recording, it helped me kind of realize what that no matter if there's you can't play live or if you can't, go see shows like it made me realize that I just really want to play the drums and that's what I want to make my career like my living so I started up my YouTube channel again I do drum covers on YouTube so I was like really getting back into that and also I started streaming on Twitch because Maxine also streams on Twitch but she helped me get like that set up (laughs) hence the good microphone (laughs) (laughs) yeah basically no just like made me realize that even if there's nothing that you can go out and do and play or whatever you can still do that from home, if that makes sense. And, you know. Yeah, if you're passionate enough, continue. you can make anything work. Yeah. yeah. I would say for me, I don't know if the question was necessarily about the pandemic or just in about music in general. But when I was, when I was in grade school and high school, I was often extremely self-conscious. And it was kind of like that. I don't want to like, say that I was in a bad situation, but I definitely was having conflicts with friends and friendships and school. And I was always on edge about who I was and what I was trying to do with my life. And when Thomas, and I started a band, it was the first kind of like freeing moment where I was able to like communicate exactly what I was feeling. And it was, I think freeing is a very good word because in our music, all my lyrics are basically me explaining things that happened throughout my high school experience or my life or other people's lives. And I think that made me really grow as a person and 
confidence wise as well, because had you asked me to do this interview in high school, I probably would have sat here like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Yeah, I'm Maxie. Like, I would have been very anxious and probably very, my, I probably would have already thought out my answers and been very formal with you. But now that we've written so much music and gotten such fantastic feedback from people, it's definitely made me feel like my voice matters in some way. And it makes me feel more confident. And as a person, I think it's made me feel just comfortable. <laughs> So yeah, that's how it's changed me for sure. <laughs> wow. Awesome. That's a good answer. Oh, thank you. Thank you. But I do, <laughs> I do appreciate the Twitch streaming. <laughs> hey, no, both things, right? Because, and as you mentioned, you weren't sure how the answer or the question was taken. It's how you interpret mm. the answer. So both of them, very uh, good answers for sure. And of course you mentioned uh, streaming on Twitch itself, uh, quite the community. So well, of course, I have to ask if people want to go ahead and follow you on Twitch, <laughs> where did they go ahead and do that? Oh, for me, you first. It, uh, my channel is called The Red Hat Drummer and the YouTube channel. Uh, <laughs> so go check that out. I do like rock, pop and, and rap covers. And uh, yeah. Yeah. So Thomas does drum covers, <laughs> which sticks to the music uh, interview, I guess. I play Call of Duty. <laughs> hey. So I play I play video games online, but it's called Swedish Berry. So Swedish and then Barry was already taken. So I had to put a three instead of the E. So it's Swedish B3 re. <laughs> but that's uh, that's fine. If you uh, enjoy video games. Hey, absolutely. It's uh, Call of Duty. Also got to have mad respect for that. I know I've put in, in probably a countless of a couple thousand hours into it myself. So, you know. Mad respect. And of course, if you guys want to go ahead and follow the tandem on Twitch, the individual channels, you can go ahead and do that. And of course, you should go ahead and follow the group on their social media outlets as well so that you can stay up to date. You heard it here. There's new music coming on the way. You don't want to miss out on it. So of course, if people want to go ahead and follow Tandem, what's the best way to do that? Probably our Instagram. So it's tandem.band. That's at tandem.band on Instagram. Yeah, I think... Um... Instagram, we're we're available on most social social medias. Our Facebook. TikTok is really bad. We started TikTok <laughs> recently. That was that was not a good choice. Facebook but yeah, too. Facebook. We're on Twitter. Everything should be tandem dot band. I think Twitter's the only one that's tandem band mm -hmm. without the period. T A N D M mm -hmm. yeah. without the E. Hey, either way, even without the uh, dot in there, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's pretty easy to find. As you mentioned, tandem missing uh, one vowel. And either way. <laughs> You find it, you find yourself some amazing music. And I thank you, Thomas and Maxine, so very much for Absolutely. joining us here today. Oh, it was our pleasure. Thank you, Colton. Thank you so much. Thanks for having mm -hmm. us. I am Bush. You can go ahead and find Tandem's a new cover of The Counting Crows, Accidentally in Love, right now on your favorite music streaming service. As we mentioned, this is a part of a larger project. Coverama releases the full CD May 20th, 2022. If you're in Toronto, the day after that, Saturday, May 21st, there is a release show featuring six incredible acts, including Tandem playing this track. You do not want to miss out. Go ahead, get your tickets. Of course, you don't want to miss out on the new music Tandem's going to be having coming your way here later this year in the future. The best way to do that is to go ahead and follow the band 
on your favorite social media. Ah, uh, yeah, I have to thank both Thomas and Maxine of Tandem for joining us here today. I have to thank the amazing Ola from over at Indoor Recess for setting this interview up. The audio wizard known as German from YPEditor.com for making it all sound so good. And you, the AM Bush, for tuning on in today. If you've yet to join up with the AM, you can go ahead and subscribe to this show because that's how you do it. It's that easy. You can also share today's episode, give us a five star review. And head on over to our web store at www.deserttiger.shop to get yourself something to represent and show your love of the DTP. Yes! And now we leave you with this. Go out, find your roar, and then let it out into the world. Let them know just how wondrous, powerful, beautiful you and your roar are because you are all of these things and so much more. Until next time, ma'am. Bye-bye. The Desert Tiger Podcast.